The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to the January nineteenth Tuesday edition of Hoop Balls DFS Today. I am your host. Santino Cocone, and you can find me at Twitter uh, or on Twitter at Santino Cocone. And I am joined by my good buddy William Harris again. How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great, Santino. Great to be back for another great slate of DFS talk. Even though it's only two games, I'm still happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, just a just a two gamer after a big uh, MLK Day slate. Uh, so we just have a very light one today. As as light as you can get without showdown slates. Uh, at least it's not a showdown. I I just don't like those too much. Um, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can find Will over on Twitter at William is Bill. That's W I L L I A M is Bill. <laughs> I don't know if I need to spell that one out. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get right into this very shortly. Uh, we had a couple good games tonight. I know Will wanted to say um, to mention the the Bucks Nets barn burner that we had there last night. Uh, two teams that are likely to see each other in the Eastern Conference Championship went down to the last shot. There was no Kyrie, uh, but that was a good one, man. Yeah, that was a good one. You know, the Nets are looking good, although uh, and they're both two games with James Harden. They, both the games came came down to the wire. So, I mean, they're looking good, but they're still in tight games. So we'll see how that changes when Kyrie comes back. But that was a great game uh, against Milwaukee. And they're still adjusting to each other. So yeah, uh, yeah. it looks like they're so far on, on for DFS purposes, it looks like Harden and Durant haven't missed a beat and might've gotten better, but we'll see how it, it shakes out with Kyrie. Cause that's going to be interesting when Kyrie does come back for our DFS purposes. Um, but yeah, before we jump into this quick two-game slate here, I do want to shout out a couple of our presenting sponsors, and the first one is my bookie. Uh, if as long as you guys have been listening to this podcast, and every time I've been on, I keep telling you guys to bet with my bookie. My bec- my bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. Uh, the ones sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for the NFL playoffs that are going on. Right as we speak, there's three games left, and I cannot wait to see a couple of those games. Um, If you know me and you know that I don't give my stamp of approval easily to earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple, guys. Sign up, enter the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. So head on over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. I also want to throw out um, our another presenting sponsor of ours, and we like these. We love these guys too. It is Manscaped. Um, Manscaped is is this product is brought to you by Manscaped, and it is the refined cologne. Uh, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming? Um, Manscaped just released released this new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over and at all times. Who knew smelling this good could feel this good too? Everyone knows that Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0. If you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard myself say it, Mike say it, Brenton say it, all of us say it. But for all of you, for all your below the uh, waist grooming needs, we also didn't, they didn't stop there 
Uh, they also have this grooming game with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is the perfect complement to the collection. Light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. Think of it as, as your wingman for the night to keep you fresh and ready for anything. And now you can use this in, uh, Manscaped refined cologne to complete your set and smell great anytime, anywhere. It's time to feel sexy, gentlemen. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. So look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. And, buddy, I'm, I'm ready to jump right into this quick two-game slate, man. Uh, we have the first, both of these games start at 9 o'clock. So we don't have any late breaking news here or uh, late late night news that could shake up your lineup. We should have everything in before anything happens. And that's the, a good thing about this, that they're both starting at the same time. Uh, so the yeah. first game here, yeah, it, I hate that sometimes you, you get those 10 o'clock games where all of a sudden someone's out and you got to change your lineup. Don't have to do it this one, Will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not – Good for the viewers who, if you want to watch both <laughs> games, but, but it's great for us on Fan, uh, FanDuel and DraftKings, you know. So we'll see. I mean, other than Al Horford, you know, he's a big question mark in my opinion. So have you heard any news on him? Yeah, so I believe they just ruled him out um, not too long ago, probably right right as we were jumping on the podcast. Um, but they, I'm pretty sure he's ruled out. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're not exactly sure what the personal issue is. I don't believe it would be COVID because the rest of the team would be looking at health and safety protocols and some people, other people would probably be sitting in the, if that was a scenario. No one on the Thunder has sat because of such things, so I don't believe it's that. Um, it could be something like what happened to DeMar DeRozan. He wanted his, his father uh, and he, went, he left the team-induced kind of bubble and wanted to see um, – went back home. So maybe it's something like that, or maybe I don't really know. We haven't gotten any information on that. I just don't believe it would be COVID because there would be more players in the protocol. Um, that's again, pure speculation, but good thing you mentioned that team because the thunder at the nuggets, this starts at 9 PM and this is the first game on the DraftKings slate. Uh, the spread for this one is nine and a half to the thunder. The nuggets are home favorites and the over under is two nineteen. Um, and on the injury report, now we have Al Horford as out for personal. Uh, Trevor Ariza is still not with the team, and Ty Jerome is out with an ankle sprain. And we don't have anything. Uh, on the Nuggets, we also have Michael Porter Jr. and Greg Whittington. Michael Porter Jr., they're hoping to be, have him back by Friday, um, so we'll see what happens there. But let's start with the Thunder team, man. Um, we have Shia at 87, um, and then we have, we have Baisley, Dort. We have Roby at pretty good, 4,100. Uh, who who are you looking at on this team? And, and having the two game slate, we have to, we can put honestly put four people on one team if it came down to that because there's only four teams to choose from. Yeah, well, okay. See, I mean, it's it's a lot of guys that are hit or miss. You know, especially I mean, Shay. You know, for the most part, he's gonna have a great game, but I mean, he's still even hit or miss. I mean, his last game he got 58 uh, draft game points, but the game before that he had 20. Game before that, 33. Game before that, 55. So he's kind of up and down for that price. So, you know, when you're looking at a point guard, you, you can take a risk on going for um, a cheaper option like George Hill. Or if you want to, 
you know, take the risk and go with Shea. You can do that. Baisley is the same way. He goes up and down. Uh, this this whole team is full of guys that go up and down. The main person I like on OKC is Isaiah Roby because when Horford is out, he plays big minutes and he can be very productive uh, for a cheap price of forty one hundred. Uh, other than that, you're going to be taking a risk for the most part. What do you think? Yeah, uh, this this is a pretty decent matchup for them, uh, but I, I like Shea in it for eighty seven. I'm trying to get as many big guys as I can, and I believe when you're looking at it, and, and especially in this two-game slate, the Thunder is the team that I can attack for a lot of value. And like you said, they're a lot; they're very hit or miss, so, so it depends on which one you're feeling that night. But right. we should have a lot of value here. If you look at the, the Nuggets, they don't have much value. New Orleans might have some. I, I think Lonzo Ball should probably be, be out again. He return, They're hoping he practices tomorrow, so... Uh, he shouldn't be playing. So we have that. There's really no big value guys. Nobody under 5K on Utah that you can feel comfortable with. Um, maybe maybe one, but there's just nobody really in the rotation outside favors under 5K in Utah. So to me, the, the value guys are going to be here in OKC. And like you said, they're they're very hit or miss. So it depends. But I think Isaiah Roby can be locked in all lineups at 4,100. Yeah. We're not going to find someone that cheap for that that you know is going to I mean George Hill's 43 he's starting but he's George Hill he's a he's just a veteran yeah. of this team right now he, you can't expect a higher ceiling than um what you can with Roby especially with Horford so I know he's going to be locked in I really like Shea I think this is a good matchup for him uh you can if you if you're looking there you can look at Baisley to me you can look at Dort uh, maybe Hill Diallo all these guys are going to get a little bit extra um another guy I really like here uh, I won't. Talk, I'm not going to take all those guys, but I would give one or two of them a look. <laughs> but I do like Kenrick Williams. He played 27 minutes in the last game. Uh, he's starting to get more into the rotation, and especially without Horford, they need more size there, and they need other people to step up. And I think at 3,600, he's probably the only guy. Uh, he's one of the few guys I mentioned favorites that are under 4K that I'm going to be targeting. Uh, I'm going to have a more balanced lineup in this thing, but I, I do like Roby and. Williams for their extreme value here and that's the thing with Williams you know before he wasn't getting as many minutes so that was uh being productive for uh Dialu, Dort and Baisley now they're mixing in Williams and so they're all their you know top level potential is coming down a little bit so if you're going to go with the OKC guys you know like we said we love Roby but it, you probably wouldn't want Baisley and Dort or and Diallo if at the most pick two of those three but you probably, if you can get away with just getting one of those, you know, go with the one that you feel would be the best uh, for you. Um, I, I'm liking Dort, and I like Baisley. But, you know, you just got to go with the one that you feel is best. I wouldn't go with both, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I would pick one of those. Uh, I, I told you, I, I might I might fall on four OKC guys. Not that I'm, I love it, but it's just more value. Uh, and I'd probably go with one of Dort. Basely or Hill, depending on my roster construction, because I know I really want Roby in there at 4100. Probably going to fall on on Williams at 3600, just because I know there's who there's not many options. Uh, there's there's maybe three tops, but two that you can feel okay with under 4K. Uh, and then I, I like Shea in this, so I know I'll have those guys, and I'll probably pick one of the Hill, the Dort, the Basley. But dollar for dollar, uh, I think Dort matches up pretty well 
uh, comparatively of the other two guys. I mean, for a long shot, you know, uh, Theo Maladon, you know, he's been playing a, a few extra minutes, been playing pretty good. If this is a blowout, he could get more minutes. Same for, you know, Alexei Pokaszewski. Uh, is uh, their first round pick, you know. Pokemon. Very talented <laughs> rookie. You know, um, last game he only got 12 minutes, but the game before he got 21 and produced 25 DraftKings points. So if this is a blowout, I can see them giving him more minutes, especially with um, Horford out. So, I mean, he could be a sneaky pick, too. Yeah. Because they're going to need to develop him. If you expect it to be a blowout, then they're probably going to play their young guys more. Uh, that That's just what you would assume. To me, I think the Thunder have been a bigger spread than normal all year, but they're a really competitive team. Outside of playing the Lakers, they've been a very, very competitive team uh, to, for the most part. So I don't, I, I, I think as they start gelling together, I don't think it's, in my book, I don't think it's going to be uh, that big of a blowout. Uh, but yeah, if, if that's the game script that you like, then you're going to, you could target some of these younger guys as well because they're going to get more experience or and more playing time in this one. How about, man, let's, let's flip on over to the Nuggets side of the ball. I'll start things off with the big guy real quick, Nikola Jokic. Uh, Jokic, the Joker, he's going to be in my lineup. I don't care if he's 1,100 on a two-game slate. I want as many points as possible. Whether you think this is going to be a blowout or not, he's going to get his. Uh, he's going to be going against Isaiah Roby, and if they don't yeah. start Isaiah Roby, Mike Mascala, if they don't start, uh, there's no one on this on this team that's going to uh, give this guy any type of trouble. Even, I just think, uh, 50 points the floor at the very least, even if he plays 28 minutes, he's a smash mouth spot for him, and I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be paying up for him in this one. Uh, how about yourself, man? Yeah, definitely, and and that's the reason why I would I think it could be a blowout because they really need Horford for this game. I mean, even Horford can't stop Jokic, but he's better than you know the alternative of Roby <laughs> and toothpick Pokacheski. So <laughs> you have to play Jokic. Uh, and then once again, Murray, you know, sometimes he balls out, sometimes he doesn't. Uh, but his last two games have been very productive. So um, you could definitely go with, you know, whoever you like better between Shea and Jamal Murray could work. Uh, Will Barton's been playing pretty good lately. Uh, you know, the Nuggets have a lot of talent. So, I mean, even with their power forwards, you have Millsap and Jamichael Green. That They're pretty much too deep at every position. So, you, you have to go with your value of what you think is the best. But um, a, a sneaky guy like is P.J. Dozier. He's been playing in the uh, mid-range 20 minutes a game. Last game, 28 minutes. Uh, had almost 28 uh, DraftKings points. So he's a sneaky player. Uh, only at 3,900. And love Jokic. Other than that, I mean, the whole team is going to be productive for the most part. Yeah, and I like the P.J. Dozier call at 3,900, especially if you think this game's going to be uh, lopsided, then he's going to get some extra run there. So I, I like him as well. He's been playing pretty well. He has a, he's been taking some minutes from Monte Morris, taking some minutes from Gary Harris, taking a lot of the minutes from uh, their Facundo Campaza guy, uh, their, their international guy there. Uh, so I like him there. I think Jermichael Green might play a solid amount of minutes in this one, even if it turns ugly. They're not going to be extending Paul Millsap in that case. 
So I don't mind looking at him at 46. And it's at, you mentioned Jamal Murray. I mean, he's, he's a, a solid option in this one as well. Good matchup for him. Um, but I'm looking at Will Barton and seeing 5,700 and asking myself, when is he going to bring bring it? He The two games yeah. prior to the, the Jazz game, he played in 32 and 38 minutes. He shot 29 total shots, and he, he did pretty well. He brought he has he had a total of um, over 68 DraftKings points, but outside of that, he's really only had one other game over 30 DraftKings points on the season. So it's not um, he, it's very hard to totally count on this guy. But 5700, if you're if you're, he's not a bad play for me in this matchup, I think it's pretty good for him. Again, Michael Porter Jr. is not going to be there, and we're not going to be able to. Uh, we need more people in the 5K range or so. Uh, so I, I wouldn't mind looking at him, but I do like PJ Dozier in this one as well to to balance out your lineups and get some people there and get someone at shooting guard who's not super expensive like in the next game. Yeah, and I mean Barton with with Michael Porter Jr. out, we really would have hoped to see Barton explode more, you know, show more, be more aggressive, but he's pretty much playing the same or less than you know without Porter Jr. there, so. It's a big risk at 5,700. You can go with Dort at 51 or Diallo at 4,700 uh, and probably get the same level of production. Um, the only person I don't really like for the most part is Gary Harris. I mean, he's just too low level right now in fantasy for me. Uh, he's, he can just disappear, you know, and I don't want that. And his ceiling is not as high. So um, he's the only one that I would really be scared off about probably. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I'm not going to look at Harris. I uh, won't. Well, I would look at Dozier before Morris slightly. Uh, I'm not going to. Will Barton. I just mentioned him. How I might have a couple shares of him, but at the same time, if if my star scrubs lineup can't fit him, I'm I'm perfectly fine leaving him on the bench just because he hasn't shown too much this this year as of now. I mean, he might still be working himself back from that injury that he didn't play in the bubble with, and he was limited in coming up into the season. <clears throat> All right, man. Um, right before we jump on to this last one, I do want to quickly pause the show. And it's for an announcement. It's a fun one also. It's free stuff, guys. Everyone loves free stuff. What's that stuff, you ask? The Bruise Letter is back. Oh, yes. Back for the entire 2020-2021 NBA season. Our founder, Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content that you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website, not on any podcast, not on any social media. It's only in the email newsletter, and you can sign up to get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021, and Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. Enjoy. I also want to tell people about the Fantasy Pass. Uh, so we know that the Fantasy Draft season is over and done with. Hopefully you, Brewski, 150'd your way to a hell of a team. Uh, but the season has just begun. We're only in week five right now. The Fantasy Pass is still the best deal in the industry at just $4.99 per month. And now that we're into the regular season, there's zero commitment. Sign up for one month for 5 bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. But we know you'll love it. Uh, but it's always a nice option to have. The Fantasy Pass is everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updated projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, etc. And our newest and coolest feature of them all, the hoop ball. The hoop ball. I can't even say it, hoop ball, right? Jeez. It's my it's it's, <laughs> our, it's uh, I'm repping I'm repping hoop ball, whatever I just called it. Very well <laughs> in this one. <laughs> I feel yeah, like no. Dr. Seuss from the Hoop Ball. Uh, <laughs> the Hoop Ball Discord server where you can all hang out with hoop ball pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. 
It's honestly fantastic. I'm in there all the time. Love it. People are, I'm getting, I would say, um, don't put all your notifications on. Try and silence them if you don't like getting a ton of notifications because it's always popping in there. Um, but please do check it out. Head to hoopball-.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. And if DFS is just your thing, you don't play season long, you don't do all that stuff, we have a DFS pass for a measly uh, so whew, $1.99 a month. Eight quarters, and you got DFS pass for the month. Hopefully we will win you more money than that on your first night, and then you can pay for the season with a couple more quarters. <laughs> but let's jump on to the second game, man. Now we can do that one. We have the New Orleans Pelicans at the Utah Jazz. This also starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. On the Pelican side, we have Lonzo Ball as questionable. I think he's closer to out than he is to playing, but they have him on the official injury report listed as questionable. Uh, and we have... Derek Favors listed as probable. They keep doing that. He keeps playing. We have Joe Ingles listed as questionable. He's truly questionable to me. And Elijah Hughes, who's not part of this rotation, is out. Uh, On the spread side, we have a 220 game total, and we have the Jazz favored at home by six points. They've been playing pretty well. Uh, Let's start with the New Orleans Pelicans, man. And we have some some two two top dogs in this one with Brandon Ingram at 9,100, Zion Williamson at 79. Um, a questionable Lonzo Ball. I, I personally don't think he's going to suit it up yet, but uh, he's at 63. And then we have some solid value here. But who on this team are you looking at in this sort of game environment with the Jazz and um, where you're where you going with them? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Immediately, you know, I love Brandon Ingram, big fan. You, you, you just—he just stands out. But at ninety-one hundred, that's a little bit high when you can get probably the same value from Zion at seventy-nine hundred. I think you have to lock in Zion for New Orleans on this team. Uh, he's been balling out of control, like averaging a little over forty fan points uh, his last uh, week of play. Um, so that's a great price. I mean, he could easily be priced at ninety-one hundred, but he's only at seventy-nine hundred. And I love Nikhil Walker-Alexander. He's been playing better uh, and getting more minutes with Lonzo out. You know, uh, he's still not a guarantee, but he's getting the minutes. So he can put up some points for you. And, uh, you know, J.J. Reddick's been playing better, too, So uh, with, with Lonzo out. So a couple of guys are getting better value. And at, J.J. Reddick's only at 4000 You know, other than that, it's not too many players to choose from. But you got some good options. I'm sure you're going to say something about Josh Hart, but I don't trust it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of I'm close to with you. Uh, if I can get Brandon Ingram in my lineup with that extra 1,200, I would I would love to, and I, I prefer him to Zion. But that Ooh, extra really? 12 might might be hard. Yeah, in, the, in this particular matchup with Rudy Gobert just planted in the paint and Steven Adams not taking him out of the paint, I would prefer Brandon Ingram in this one. Uh, but – I can see the twelve hundred possibly being the difference, and if I if it if it doesn't get me the people that I want around him, then I don't mind going to Zion. But I would try and do as much as I can to get Ingram in there, um, personally, uh, on my on my side of it. But I, I I know things might happen and and something might change there. Um, as far as that, uh, if Lonzo Ball plays, it puts a little bit of dent into. The Bledsoe's and the Alexander Walkers, uh, the Josh Hart's, the JJ Reddicks. I won't play any of these guys if if 
Lonzo Ball plays, Lonzo included. I'm just not – I wouldn't be huge. I don't think he would be 100%, so 63 would be hard for me to play him. Uh, if Lonzo sits, you mentioned Walker. I, I like Bledsoe a, a little bit more, and just seeing that the uh, the only difference is $600, I would rather just pay up to get Bledsoe in this one. Walker had a monster game a couple games ago, uh, but he's he is very streaky, and if he's not hitting his shots – um, he doesn't do as much away from that to where I can trust him, but uh, he can always blow up anytime he's, he's hot because he just continues to shoot and shoot and shoot. Uh, he's those microwave type of guys that you, he, if he's, if he's popping, he's going to, he's going to blow up. But if he's not, he doesn't do too much else outside of that. Kind of like a Terrence Ross type. Um, whoa, and you whoa, mentioned, whoa, whoa. I got to stop you on that. <laughs> You're saying Eric Blesso is a trusty one. Over Nikhil Walker Alexander, yeah, I would trust Bledsoe more for six hundred. I think all for me. Well, his Bledsoe's last four games: DraftKings points twenty five, twenty two, twelve, and thirty two. And that thirty two DraftKings points came when he scored twenty one actual NBA points. So I think his ceiling is pretty low. At the most, he probably gets you around twenty points. But you got. Nikhil Walker Alexander, his ceiling is a lot higher. What do you think? Well, the the one that he put up twelve against the Lakers, they got not only got blown out, but he was also he they didn't think he was going to play in that one. He, he suited up late yeah, and he didn't start because he was yeah. yeah it was limited. So I think it, after a couple games, after seeing him play thirty minutes against the Kings. In the last one, floor for them. Uh, well, that's again. That's hoping that Lonzo Ball's out. Um, but outside of that, I do like think JJ Reddick's quality play at, at four thousand. Uh, he doesn't yeah. have the the ceiling that he used to have, but he's been playing a lot better the last four games, over um, averaging over twenty points each, which is hitting value, and that's what you'd want on a slate like this. Getting a bunch of big guys, you just want to, people hit value or dollar for dollar, whatever you can get. Uh, but I wouldn't play Josh Hart. I know you mentioned him. In, uh, in this particular matchup, I'm not, I think there's a lot of people that are being grabbing a lot of rebounds, and that's pretty much what Josh Hart does. So I'm going to stay away from him in this particular matchup. Um, but, yeah, let's jump on over to the last team of the night in the Utah Jazz. And on the Jazz side, I'll jump in it. We have Donovan Mitchell at 8,200. We have Rudy Gobert at 7,600. And then we have Mike Conley at 68 and a couple other people over here. Uh, to me... This one's this one's tough. Uh, I see Donovan Mitchell. We just mentioned Zion and Brandon Ingram and and Shea. I would rather play Shea and I would rather play Ingram for the little bit of a price increase there, uh, and and possibly want to play Zion slightly more too at a little bit of underneath there. Um, so that's that. I'm not really going to to Mitchell here. He'd be the one stud that I don't attack. Uh, and Rudy Gobert. Him and Steven Adams are just going to be fighting down low all night. It's not a particular matchup that I want to invest in at 7,600 when I see Jokic and a couple other people uh, slightly more expensive or I'll, I'll go down. I know he's going to grab his, his rebounds and do his thing anyway, but I just I never really like to gravitate towards uh, Rudy Gobert. And in this matchup, I'm probably not going to do it as well. Uh, Z- or Mike Conley would be the – I don't know why – I know Jordan Clarkson's playing better. I guess I shouldn't say I know. I don't know why, but uh, he's only 300 less than Mike Conley. I'd rather play Mike Conley 
every time I can get that. Uh, whether it's a Jordan Clarkson blow up game or not, I just think that's way that's crazy that they're only three hundred dollar difference. And I, we mentioned I mentioned uh, blood, so I don't mind at six thousand. If I can pay up for sixty eight, I'd rather take my Conley on that. And I Conley would be my preferred yeah, play on this team uh, out of everybody. And I don't really want to play a Bogdanovich or a Royce O'Neal, um, Derek Favors, even though he just it's kind of quote unquote revenge game. I don't really want to play anybody else there hoping for Ingles not to play. And I like Conley the most on this team. How yeah, you, definitely How all good points. You know, I do disagree with you though about Donovan Mitchell. I trust Donovan Mitchell more than I would trust Shea in this game. Uh, Cause Donovan Mitchell has been balling out, you know, pretty much all year. Um, so he's pretty much guaranteed to get you 40 fantasy points. Uh, but Shay, I don't, I don't trust as much as Donovan and, uh, you know, especially uh, the way um, – who's out for Utah? Ingles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ingles out, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to continue to, you know, have to feel like the pressure is on him to put up more points. So uh, if Ingles plays, you can you can possibly shy away a little bit. But um, I, I like Mitchell as a safe uh, bet at 8,200 in this game. I love Rudy Gobert as a player, especially a fantasy player, but I cannot pay 7,600 for him. Especially mm-hmm. when you have uh, Jokic, I mean, it's just he's Jokic is worth the extra four thousand, almost four thousand. And uh, you know, after last season with Mike Conley, when you see his name on the list, you normally just skip by it because you're like, I don't want <laughs> no parts of that, you know. But this year, Mike Conley has been playing really well, really well. He looks so, like Mike I mean, Conley again. He looks like Mike Conley. He's fitting in. It took him a year, I guess, and uh, def- I definitely. I totally agree with your point over trusting him for the $800 more than Bledsoe uh, and definitely over Clarkson because Clarkson in his past, in his history, he's been very streaky. This year he has been pretty consistent, um, so you can't take that away from him. Uh, if you if you need $300, <laughs> pick Clarkson, but I would rather have Conley over him also. Um, so really I would only even consider is Mitchell, possibly Conley, that's it, really. I mean, if yeah. you have to get Clarkson, you can get Clarkson because he has been having a pretty good year, but I would take Conley over Clarkson. In a dollar-for-dollar dollar scenario, yeah, I think I like uh, Mitchell a little bit better than Gobert also, You, if you can pay that 600 The only thing that is working in Gobert's favor, even though I, I we both don't like him, is that there's not many center options. Uh, in a four-game slate, obviously there's not many center options. And if yeah. you're going to try and not play Jokic and fade him somehow – then um, you have Adams, Gobert, Zion is is eligible. But you don't really have many options out there. Maybe you'll throw Roby at your center, but uh, that's just if you're getting real cute about it. I think if you're trying to fade Jokic, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, weird stuff happens in drafting. So normally, you know, it's like Jokic is the lock, and then you know you you uh, set your lineup, and then someone else just goes off. So if you do want to take that risk. You can try Gobert. You can try Roby. Uh, but it's really hard to pass up on Jokic at 11,000 because with that guaranteed, you know, I mean, I don't remember the last time he's been – he hasn't been under 43 points all year. And for the most part, he's in the 60s or 70s. So uh, yeah, Jokic I mean, is a lot for me. So if, you're, if you have a gut feeling, go with it. I right. just know I, I I won't be doing that one. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we'll be doing that one. But if you're one of those bold people out there, want to 
shy sh- shay away from the field as they say uh you can try that one Santino, but i think we, we have make, a, we, need to, we need to make a bet okay uh, i was about to say i think we have a bet yeah. shay, shay yeah. versus mitchell shay versus yes yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so man. we got to see who has a better DraftKings game, Shea versus Mitchell, and we'll have to come up with, you know, the loser does something on Twitter or something. All right. I, I, I like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that behind the scenes, and I keep feeling feel like everybody keeps making bets against me, and I knew you were going to say something. There, and I, heard, <laughs> I already had it in my, my head right after I said it. <clears throat> but I like Shea it. Is your guy. Shea slash Shy is your guy, so... I'm not. I'm not shying away from him in this one. I, that's why I like. To, I like to call him shy more than Shay, just because you can use a lot more puns. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much it. It's more. He's more punny in that way, and I. I prefer that. But um, yeah, man. We so we hit these two games before we we head on out of here. Is there anything you wanna you wanna leave the viewers with? Is there anybody that you want to say is your favorite play of the night? Whether it's uh, you, you could cop out and say Jokic, or if you if there's someone else you like, whether it's dollar for dollar, um, money wise, is there anything you want to say on that one? Well, yeah, like we said, you know, with Horford out, I love Roby. Uh, you get him in at power forward. Uh, I, I mean, I love Jermichael Green. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to start him in this slate though. Um, and Donovan Mitchell, you know, that's my guy. I love Zion too at 7900. So try to get him in at power forward. But for the most part, you're going to go with your studs, and it's only two games. So get as many studs as you can in there, and, uh, you know, you pretty much can't go wrong. You just got to roll the dice and see what happens. Yep, you got to. And uh, I, I did say pick one of your favorite play of the night. He just he got he gave you sixteen of them. If, you, if anybody's down, <laughs> uh, Will Will doesn't know what one is, but yeah, he's yeah, and you you stole the guy. I would have said I, I think copping out with Jokic is easy, and and going with the easy value of Roby was easy too. And I was going to steal that, but I guess I'm going to have to go with a harder one and go with Kenrick Williams, the cheapest guy that I'm looking at at thirty six hundred. Uh, if we're if we're going with the stars and scrubs build, we're gonna have to have a couple guys around 4K or under. We mentioned Roby, Dozier, and and Kenrick as as our favorites. Um, and I'm gonna go with Kenrick because he's the cheapest of them. I think if he sees another 20 to 25 minutes, is that's very re- uh, reasonable for him to do that. And I think he can bring you back another 20 or so uh, DraftKings points in this one at pretty much bare minimum, on, especially on a two game slate. So I'll go with him, and we're going with two OKC guys. Uh, who are kind of okay, and we'll see how they finish. And we'll- so you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? Uh, that means that Bowl Bowl is going to go off for like a triple double <laughs> and be the MVP of the day. At 3, I almost 000. mentioned him earlier and said, if you guys think this is going to be a blowout, maybe look at Bowl Bowl, but I just can't do that in good faith. <laughs> but why, you probably will watch. No one's gonna, someone's gonna have Bowl Bowl, and he's just gonna. Yeah. Get the random start again and then go off. <laughs> yeah, Jokic will go out. Now I'm not even gonna go there. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. we gotta we gotta get out of here before you you, you kill everybody's trust. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, man. Um, yeah, go follow if if you're listening. Give us a rate review. Saw some stuff out there trying to correct the names and everybody else. Um, but yeah, give us a rate and review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, go follow us on Twitter, all of, all of our hoopball accounts. Uh, go follow Will on Twitter. His Twitter name is at William is Bill. That's W I L L I A M 
I-S-B-I-L-L. You can follow me on Twitter at Santino Cacone. That's S-A-N-T-I-N-O-C-A-C-C-O-N-E. And if you guys have any interest in um, joining the DFS Hoopball, the Hoopball DFS team, give us a shout-out on, on Twitter. Uh, myself, Mike, Dan, whoever you can, or, or whether it's Twitter, email. Uh, you might not have our email, <laughs> so yeah. give us a shout-out shout on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you're, if you have any interest. We'll, we'll let you know what's available because we are looking for more help here. And uh, we, we siphoned through a couple people that we, uh, you'll be listening to very shortly and, and reading already. Um, Will's one of them. He was already part of the team, but I forced him over here because I kind of like him. But I, I, I was going to say I don't usually tell him that, but he just heard it on air. On, on air. Wow. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll fix that in editing before I send it. Right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if you guys have any interest, definitely give us a shout-out, and we'll see what we can do and let you know what's what's available. Um, but I think that was a good show. We we did this one pretty quickly, two games. We had a lot of – had some filler in there. Will doesn't stop talking, and neither do I. But uh, hopefully we can enjoy you. And tomorrow, Will's going to be on the Discord answering your guys' questions. I'll be uh, in, in the background if, you, if anybody needs it. But two games late. You might be getting uh, Who Do You Like Better – I'm trying to think of two bad players right now. <laughs> Who do you oh, like better, Jarrell Brantley or Shaq Harrison? Oh, God, you went way deep. <laughs> yeah, I was, going, I was going real deep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And we'll catch you guys again tomorrow. Tomorrow we have uh, Keith should be making his, uh, his, his podcast debut with Mike tomorrow. And that's going to be a big slate. So if you guys take this one easy on a two-gamer, you're going to have a lot of games in the Tuesday or the Wednesday slate. I'm getting all my days mixed up. In two days from now, you'll have a big slate. But we'll catch you guys again tomorrow, and have a good night. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.